My friends, there are so many wonderful greetings for the next few days. May you be written and then sealed in the book of life for a good year. Or Lashana Tova Tikatevu Vitechatevu, which pretty much says the same thing, but the words are a little fancier. Or Gamartov. May you complete this season by embracing and receiving that which is good. Or the always appropriate, very simple, Shana Tova, have a great new year. And if you are extending a greeting to someone who receives blessings in the feminine, Gimritov. And don't forget that the Shabbat, the Sabbath, still and forever requires its own greeting. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Our Sedras Vayelach, Deuteronomy 31.1 to 31.30. Yes, you heard me correctly. 31.1 to 31.30. That's it. All inclusive. But every word in this incredibly short Sedra is filled with pathos. Moses' life has but a few minutes left. He feels his own age. He says that he no longer can move about freely, comfortably, even though his mind remains sharp. Moses calls his designated successor, Joshua, over and says to him, Joshua, chazak ve'amatz, be strong, be of good courage. Then Moses completes the task of writing down what is referred to in the Sedra is HaTorah Hazot, this Torah. We wonder, does the text mean that Moses was writing down the complete book of Deuteronomy, or was he then writing down all five books of the Torah? Scholars have disagreed about this for some 2,200 years, and so that question remains more a matter of faith than of scientific or of academic certainty. In his last moments, Moses warns the people once again against falling away from the mitzvot of God. Why? Why does our teacher repeat that theme over and over again? Why? Because Moses knows us. He knows our strengths and he knows our weaknesses. We are ever so easily diverted from the right path. We ever so easily treat our heritage as something disposable. My friends, we aren't much of a mystery, are we? But time is short. Moses hands the completed document over to the Levites, whose task it was to carry Aron Brit Aronai, the Ark of the Covenant of God. And whatever Moses was writing was placed in that ark. But hold on, we're not done. There's more. While we are sharing in Moses' last minutes, did you know that Thursday, September 9th, was a special day coming right after the second day of Rosh Hashanah? Any guesses as to what Thursday was all about? That date, got to give you a chance to think, that date marks the assassination of Gedaliah, the last Jewish leader of the first Jewish commonwealth 
five years after the destruction of Solomon's temple by the Babylonians. Gedaliah was killed by a fellow Jew. He did not want the conquering Babylonians to have any presence in the Holy Land. Net result? Gedaliah died. Jewish autonomy died. And Babylonian rule continued for a while. The special day is called Som Gedaliah, the fast day in memory of Gedaliah. It's a minor fast. Som Gedaliah begins at dawn and ends at nightfall. But as a forerunner of other Jewish assassinations of Jewish leaders by Jewish extremists, Som Gedaliah is a harsh warning that like every other people, we Jews are capable of consuming our own flesh through acts of extremist brutality. The slaying of Yitzchak Rabin pops immediately into our minds. Moses was right about our strengths and about our weaknesses. What a week, right? The last moments of a dying leader, the slaying by Jews of a Jewish leader, but there's more. The Shabbat between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur has its own special name and some elements of a very special liturgy. It's called Shabbat Shuva, the Sabbath of returning or the Sabbath of repentance, named for the special Haftarah that is read Saturday morning from the book of Hosea. Shuva Yisrael Ad Adonai Elohecha, Shuv, return, return, O Israel, Shuva, to the eternal, your God. Wait, there's still more. This entire period between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is referred to as Aseret Yemei Shuva, the ten days of repentance. Now, according to Lurianic Kabbalah, the Shabbat that falls during Aseret Yemei Tshuva is uniquely important for the entire year. How we behave on this Shabbat will have a powerful mystical influence over all of the other Shabbatot of the rest of the year. Did we sincerely repent? Did we prepare ourselves to approach the throne of judgment on Yom Kippur? Did we take responsibility for the lives we lead? Did we take seriously the opportunity to enrich and to elevate our own souls? Did we acknowledge our own brokenness, even as we affirmed our capacity to once again be made whole? Everything about this sacred location in time, this palace in time, is speaking to us about precious facets of the very same message. Let's be truthful. We are not radically different now than we were a week ago. Moses knew that there are aspects of our humanity that somehow resists the possibility of radical change. We need the mitzvot. We need Torah 
to create boundaries for our behavior. Ecclesiastes Kohelet made it clear that there is no human being on earth who can escape the misstep, the error, the poor judgment, the sin. Some sins, most sins, will be relatively minor, kind of ordinary. Some will rise to the level of acts that cannot easily be forgiven at all. Murder, sexual assault, the public abandonment of God. But there is a pathway forward for us. God promises us in our Haftarah this week, Hosea, Ohavem Nidava. I, God says, I will love my people freely as they turn back to me in love. And then, and then we're going to come at the end of it all to Yom Kippur. When we imitate the appearance of death and then rise to the affirmation of new hope. All of these pieces together, they're they're road markers, they're signposts to help us deal with the fact that life is never static, never about the unchanging. Life is all about becoming. There are, there are no quiet plateaus in life. Life is all about becoming the kind of neshama, becoming the kind of soul we would want to be. And remember this, Judaism is really never about going back to some idyllic Garden of Eden, but rather following powerful Kabbalistic imagery. Judaism is all about the constant effort to spiral upward, higher and higher, struggle, leading to success, leading to struggle, leading to success. La'ela, ula'ela. Higher and higher. Until like Moses, we reach our final day on earth. L'chach no tzarta. It was for such a purpose that we were created. That's what we Jews believe. I wish you every blessing connected to this sacred season. We will meet again next week on the road to Sukkot. <laughs>